don't even have one, so it'll be interesting. Welcome to episode seven of the Slab Podcast. Only a day late, but we got it. We got to let our boy get healthy here. <laughs> but uh, appreciate everybody stopping by. This is going to be an awesome episode, talking strictly pretty much Collecticon. Uh, we'll get into that, kind of explain what that is. But before we jump into that, we got to go through what the spicy topic was, the most voted last week. That was, of course, my comment. And and I noticed Dan Ketchmall Collectibles had mentioned uh, you pretty much screwed yourself out of four hours of, of voting. And you did. Like, you had posted your comment later than me, and that that's uh, you're getting punished for that one. So um, my comment was voted, and I mentioned uh, Pokemon is in a bubble was my most voted spicy topic. So do you want to take first at bat at this and let me clean up, or what are you thinking? I think Pokemon has been in a bubble since it freaking released. Pokemon has been insane. And hi, everybody. Just bear with me today. I'm all tiling up. I've had a fever, not feeling great. So I'm battling through. I might not be the most entertaining, most sexy, funny guy tonight, but we're going to get through it. So um, honestly, I just think that Pokemon's just been hype and crazy since I was a little kid. Like, I just remember being on the playground and like seeing people's binders and people in, bringing in cards and trading and oh my god, I got the Charizard and you know, the rest of it. Like, it just being a crazy thing. I feel like Pokemon just is a bubble that just keeps expanding in different areas, kind of like one of those stress ball things where you can squeeze it and it's got like baking soda or whatever the stuff is inside, you know, and like different areas pop out depending on where you squeeze it. Like I I feel like at the moment, the cards are a pretty big bubble part of it, but they're always going to be part of the bubble. That's kind of like my analogy, I guess I'd call it. So I agree, but maybe not to the sit for the same reasons that maybe you do. Um, I, I also like that you said Pokemon is in a bubble, not necessarily Pokemon cards are in a bubble. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but there's a lot of uh, talk about games now, potentially on Nintendo Switch coming out, um, and there's hopefully another movie coming out this year. Um, I, I like to think there's going to be another Pokemon movie. That should be fun. We've got, um, uh, was it uh, Pokemon Day? Yeah, right around the corner, right? That's literally, what, six days away next Monday. So there's a lot of cool stuff happening right now. Uh, A lot of really cool things coming with the new generation, you know, new starters in there. There's some new crazy stuff. You know, we've got the cheese string dude, all the rest of it. Like, there's definitely some fun stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think think it probably is in the ball, but I kind of like it. I think it's good. There's good stuff happening. I don't think it's going to pop. I think it'll probably just smooth out and maybe move to a different area of the bubble. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I think it. Similar to you, I think the bubble had just been expanding. I think it popped whatever Nintendo EX era kind of popped around there. Came back. Um, then we started getting a little bit older. Um, then we bubbled again. Logan Paul time frame. Gary V pumping it to the moon time frame. And it popped Pokemon again. Pokemon Go, it got pretty busy yeah, around Pokemon yeah, yeah. Go po- too. Yeah, Pokemon Go. There was yeah, so there was different bubbles that were created and stuff like that. But this is a what I would consider a very different bubble from obviously the Pokemon Go, the Logan Paul bubble. 
it's a lot different from both of those. This one is we're coming still off of a bubble pop, I would say, the Logan Paul era. I, I don't think it was all influenced by him, but it was that time frame. People know when that is. But basically, we popped. Everything came down. A lot of the vintage stuff, I still... I feel like the vintage Pokemon cards are not in a bubble. I feel like that is pretty much stagnant, has been what it is for probably a year and a half, or it may be trending down still in some aspects. Um, but even two days ago, when I was streaming PWCC, $12,000 Moonrion. I made this, this, <laughs> this comment was before a $12,000 Moonbrion was sold on PWCC. I didn't even know that was going to happen four days later, five days later. Um, modern Pokemon is absolutely bananas right now. Probably the most, like, when was the last time a modern Pokemon card, besides a trophy card, sold for five figures out of a set? Never, never. I can't imagine the last set card that sold for five figures. Assuming it's paid for, unconfirmed, but PWCC did make a post, I believe, of the sale. Um, but I know in the past, maybe they have posted things that didn't sell. So it's up to you whether you believe it is a sale or not. I, I do, based on the current mania stuff going on around modern Pokemon. Um, the supply is short. The demand is extremely high for modern Pokemon. And I don't think it's it's weird. It's not like uh, like I said, like it's not a celebrity influenced bubble that's happening. It's it's literally a supply shortage bubble influenced by the highest demand. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had more than nine point one billion last year. We'll find out here in the coming months what that was. But uh, it's definitely going to be insane to see how this goes going forward as soon as they get a little bit more supply out there will the mod like these some of these modern cards the moonbrion gets two years old three years old will that thing sustain i i doubt it it twelve thousand dollars is absurd there was a first edition uh 8.5 charizard that sold for the same exact price in the same auction uh that blows my effing mind um people are paying that much for black labels that's it's good it's good news for me but it's uh it's absolutely insane um i can't imagine this continuing if it does we're all gonna be stinking rich it's gonna be insane so can't complain about that but there's no you way know, this keeps up you know you know what i think that has driven a bigger wedge between maybe like made it the disparity like so much more extreme from the height of the height to the low of the low right now. So like bulk is like crazy low. Like it's very low compared to what it what it has been the past few years. And then the 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 rare new first whatever of the higher grades, they're like different things. It's not a single card whereas bulk is single card. I mean it's multiple single cards, but it's like single raw cards, let's say. I think grading companies are the are the reason why there is such a disparity, obviously, because that adds value, you know, getting them graded and having the grade, black label, whatever. But I'd be very curious on, like, if grading companies didn't exist these past years, if we were still just in raw cards and raw prices, if the boom would have been extreme, if the, as extreme, if the boom would have boom as much as it did the past few years without 
graded slabs and stuff, yeah. whether it was just a case of like COVID and people getting to it, would Logan Paul still been interested? Like, because he wasn't initially, wasn't really chasing um, like slabs. I know he ended up buying slabs and then he ended up grading a bunch of the cards that he opened from his box. But like, that's a bit murky on like, would that, any of that situation still happened if PSA didn't exist? Like, would he have been inspired by uh, from Gary and like yeah. some of the other people that were trying to sell by? Like, Gary is a huge PSA collector. Probably, I don't know, be collecting longer than anybody else I can think of. I mean, maybe Jim Min, he's been in a long time, but like most people haven't been collecting slabs since like very, very early on, like before they even had holograms on the labels. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they're they're definitely a part of what you're saying. Like the, that big change from like the price has been so high and so low. Uh, next generation is going to be interesting. There's going to be a new Pokemon too. It's going to be first rookie cards in in a black label. I, I mean, what's a Quaxley black label going to do right out of the gate? The first one that's for sale. I mean, is that like a two hundred dollar card or is it a slab or is it a Twelve thousand. I mean, I, I don't know. I, rarity obviously plays into it, but that twelve thousand dollar card ain't that rare. It's not twelve thousand dollar rare, right? Yeah, no, I'd hope not, but you never know. I don't know. It's yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's good. Good topic. Good discussion. I think let's let's hop into the spicy topics for next week. Um, of course, everybody appreciate the support, all the comments, all the spicy comments down below. Keep them coming. The sooner you get them down there, the sooner people see them when they watch the videos. Oh, apparently doesn't know this. So you guys, <laughs> I'm just going to keep wrecking them every week. I think I'm beating them two to one, and I think we tied once or something like that. I think that's the score. Um, so it'll soon be three to one, four to one. So we'll keep it rolling. <laughs> Is that your spicy topic? <laughs> no, my spicy topic is Scarlet and Violet TV show, whatever whatever it's going to be called. It's probably whatever that's going to be called. Scarlet and Violet Pokemon show will be terrible if Pikachu is not the fourth starter in the show. It'll it'll burn and die. You're up, better, better. Oh, I respond to that so bad. Um. I'm going to bring it a bit more close to home. I'm going to say that Nick old school Pokemon section is going to beat Dan's Eclecticon. If you Damn. know, you know. Damn. Bringing the heat. Yeah, that's... Uh, we Let me get that. some thumbs down for that. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to be in the negative. Yeah, so next week uh, when we record, it'll be Monday, assuming we record again Monday night, then we'll obviously have the results. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Pokemon Day. Yeah, that's Pokemon Day. Okay. Then did you hear uh, the first ever collectible card game live stream on eBay will be happening on Pokemon Day? You saw that? Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, it was uh, Football Pete, right? I remember, I remember buying a couple little bits from him. A, a while ago, like quite a while ago, I bought, I bought some stuff from him. He was selling cheap. His and I, and I remember flicking through his listings, and Jesus, I mean that guy had like, it, I I couldn't end it because it was just scrolling and scrolling. Like 
I don't think I ever got to the end of yeah. resistance. Yeah. That's going to cool. be exciting, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's going to be awesome. So, Collecticon. 2023, you went to Orlando Collecticon. I think that was the only other Collecticon you've been to, right? Yeah, I went to that one, and I went to one in Tampa. I made a trip there. Yeah, TCGCon, um, which I thought was a – I didn't realize it was like Collecticon and they moved around. I thought that was like a Tampa thing. The way they marketed it, it was like this is a Tampa con thing. Oh, wow. But it isn't. It's all over the U.S. They move all over like, like Collecticon. So – yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, there was a lot of it was a lot of things different to Collecticon. The 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 biggest things I would say is there was literally hundreds of rows of tables for people to play games, and they're doing like revolving. Um, I don't know even I don't know the game terms, but they were doing like Pokemon, and then it was like Yu Gi Oh and then Magic, and like they were doing like all the like revolving around each one, like in a cycle. Yeah. And I guess each round it was like whittling it down to like the people that made it through the last round or whatever. And so that was cool because there was like people playing the game yeah. and you could walk around them and see and you could see vendors selling the stuff that of the the that they were playing with, you know, the actual COD games. And uh it, it felt a little less like salesy and like entertaining than like Collecticon. It was a little bit more like about people selling and talking and there was a lot of binders and like people local people and stuff like that it, it felt a little more like uh relaxed a little more yeah. like personable and i enjoy, i didn't want to leave like i enjoyed it um i had a really good experience I, th- I forget what i did i think uh i think i spent like i don't know a couple hundred bucks two three hundred bucks on on a few things and then there's a casino around the corner. So I went to the casino after and I won like 600. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not positive for the day. But uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. I'm at, um, at TCG Con uh, that I'm talking about. I'm at uh, Weedle's Warehouse there. Um, Tennis Wolf. I'm at him there. Uh, they're both local. I'm at uh, a couple of people. I'm at a couple of people. It was, it, it was pretty cool. I met some kids that I gave some stuff to that I bought to like give us like handouts and just yeah, just just fun stuff. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's enjoyable. Collecticon though was wild. I mean, no, how, you've been. You've been yeah. How would you Collecticon. define what Collecticon is for the people that don't have maybe never heard of it? Oof, um it's kind of like. A show. You've been to like a concert, and on the way out of the concert, there's a guy selling t-shirts, right, and like vinyls or stuff, like selling like the merch for the show. This is like a room full of the merch guys with the show supporting the merch guys. It's kind of like the flip. Yeah. Opposite. That's probably a little bit of a weird analogy, but like it kind of feels like that. It's like. They're doing like the fun bit, but they're like the small part. Still important, but yeah. like they're like the small part until they blast your ears off because it's so freaking loud. Um, but yeah, they're not like it's not you're not there for that. You're there for the merch guys, you know, for the cards and the t-shirts and the slabs and you know and the experience. So if you're looking to like buy or sell or trade or whatever, like that, there's literally everything like everything i could want to look at or buy or see i mean there's everything from like 
you know, base and fossil and jungle boxes to brand new ETBs to fancy slabs. You know, we're just talking pallet and crystal next to Nick. They had they had some really fancy slabs there. Nick had some really fancy slabs. Dan joined right as I was leaving that day. Um, I'm sure he bought some nice stuff. Like there's a lot of people had a lot of really nice stuff there. It's like it's fun to see that stuff from a real person, you know. See it like in yeah. the case and that experience alone, even if you're not buying it, like it's it is it is enjoyable. And being around people that like what you do, because I know if a lot of you are probably like me and like don't hang out with people that like collect Pokemon slabs. Like there's not many people in town that collect Pokemon slabs. Like I'm not that I'm aware of. And most people I tell them about, they're like, "Oh, it's cool." Um, so it's cool just being around those people. And now, you know, I've spent this past year talking with, you know, even further people like yourself and, you know, all the other guys going actually kind of know you, like yeah. kind of know you and be able to spend some time with you. So it's what you make of it, I, I guess, you know, in my opinion, but I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really positive experience. I can't think of any negatives. The only negative I, I did have was, uh, I couldn't get in the car park, so I had to park like two blocks away, like around the corner, and then walk down. Like it's a bit of a weird little area where it is. Yeah. So get there really if you go in. Um, I wonder if I get a free. I wonder if I get a free parking spot at the hotel that you can use. They had literal cones. It was like literally closed with the police oh, wow. said there. So I I don't maybe they'd let you around or something if you flashed your badge. I don't know, but that that was like not right at the second it opened. I was yeah, there yeah. maybe I don't know, at least half an hour late. I think I was half an hour, an hour late or something. And as a vendor, you're probably going to be even way earlier, right? So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know, um, but yeah, it was it was good. I I, I moved into um, um, a little area and I chatted with Chief Keen. Um, I met up with him there. He's another person that you know is in a lot of a lot of the live stream and stuff, really active in the community. Um, he he was there, so I said, "Hey, like, let's meet up." Like, cause I knew he wasn't bending, and he brought his wife. He was absolutely delightful. She was so lovely, and we got a couple of ETBs cheap, and we went into the, there's some little private rooms you can go in, or big private rooms, just random areas. We went and sat down, grabbed a table. I showed him a bunch of my cards and I gave gave some to her that she collected some of the cards that, that, that I had and we, we cracked some packs and stuff and it was just like just fun and just being around doing that stuff with other people, you know, that like it and yeah. we sat and chatted and you know, I talked about England and how crazy my trip over here has been the past 10 years and stuff and <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a good experience. So I, I'm not really sure what's going to happen this week. I mean, what? I know I just talked for a long time there, but like, what was your experience? What do you, what do you expect to make to go like and be like this yeah. this week too? So vanilla ice is out. That's good. That's good. He he's is. Huge. Yeah. He's not going, he's not on the list. Nope. So the main show is I didn't know that. the East side boys, which they did the song with uh little John. Um, I forget what it's called, but I can hear it playing on need for speed underground's uh, soundtrack. Oh, I know it. If it was on oh, yeah. yeah, they're gonna play that and a few other songs. So I'm sure it's gonna be even louder than Vanilla Ice, even though I hope they fixed it and adjusted it. But we'll see. Uh, but like you said, it's not a majority of the entire show. It is 
30 minutes probably of extreme loudness, um, which which is painful for sure because you're shouting at the people across from the table that's two feet deep. But just the, like you said, getting to see all these other collectors, all these super nerds that we are, um, being able to have this commonality of what we're doing and we have the same type of foresight of what we're wanting to do. And it's, it's really cool to have like the relation to that. Like I have people come over my house now, they want to see my office that I'm sitting in. They're like, wow, that's some really cool stuff. I have no clue what I'm looking at, but it's pretty cool. But being able to kind of have somebody look at your stuff, be like, wow, that's a cool, like, graded car. That's such a cool set from 1998. Like, knowing already what the hell it is, it's pretty cool. And um, I love explaining things to people, but it's cool to have, be able to look at other people's stuff and look at through binders. Like, that's why I'm almost every other Collecticon, I'm either vending or I'm walking around um, I'm not vending every single one because I thoroughly enjoy going to find deals and talk with people and meet people. It's it's really fun. And uh, being tied behind the table is nice. People know where they can find me now, um, which is good. I'm tied down to one spot. But uh, thoroughly enjoy just walking around, seeing all these different booths, all these different stuff is really cool. And I highly recommend there's a website, CollecticonUSA.com or something, but there's like seven of them in a year. Nothing in the northeast or midwest. It's pretty much all southeast, south, or west. <laughs> um, so hopefully that changes soon. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, having the little change up in music, being the east side boys. Um, so that would be cool. I wish I had, like, a, a sealed uh, Need for Speed Underground 2. I believe it was – I think it was number two. They had their song on to have them sign it. That would be pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, that yeah, would be uh, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Um, is there somebody besides me who you're looking forward to meeting? Who's on the top of the mountain? Because I know mm. it'd be me. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, I am. I'm absolutely like bowled over by the fact I'm able to meet you. For, for the other part of like, I know I'm sick now. I'm hoping it's gone by this weekend. But the last time you were in town and I had the potential to meet you. I was sick then, right? Yeah, you were. Yeah. And I think, and also, not even kidding, I'm pretty sure when Mertz came into town, I was sick. To, something else happened then. I didn't get to meet him. And I remember just being, like, devastated. I was like, God, I feel like such an asshole. But, like, excuse my French, but this is my opportunity. Like, I've really got to clear this sickness up yep. and shake it in time because, yeah, I am, I am really excited to meet you. Um, but also... I felt a little bad because I waited for like quite a while for Dan to get there. He should feel bad. Actually, you should feel bad, Dan. I waited hours for him to get there at the last Collecticon and um, he was arriving late and he arrived later than I thought he was going to. So I missed him. So I am actually excited to meet him just because like I was at the cusp of meeting him last time and I was excited about it and I didn't. So that that's going to be fun. Um, and then, I mean, there's loads of people. I mean, there's DNA and retro going like they're yeah. superstars. Um, yeah, you haven't you know, met a lot of them yet. Yeah. I haven't met. I mean, I haven't met nearly anyone really. You know, in comparison to how many of people are going, and I think you mentioned like um, you know Brad's going and yeah. uh, Miss Walrus. There's 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 quite a few people going. It seems like um, I think Thrift is going. Uh, Ernesto, who? Pokey Chloe's going. You shut up, is she really? 
Yeah, yeah. Pokey Cola's doing. Yeah, she is. You excited now? I can't tell if you're messing with me or not. I swear to God, I follow her on Instagram. She said she's going. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the token. And I guess you're not going to be selling slabs anymore. You're going up there to get autographs all the time. Yeah, she it's it's so funny because like I remember I remember following her like pretty early on. I know everybody always says that, but like I legit was following her pretty early on because she was English. Like I, was, I tried to like follow English creators. And um, she started bringing in like crazy box, and I was like, "Who the f is this? Like, what is going on?" She was bringing in like some pretty heavy stuff, like pretty early on, and I was like, "Yeah, this is crazy. Like, it's just bananas." And then she just blew. Like, as soon as she started doing that, she just blew up. I mean, it was crazy. So that's exciting that she's going to be there. I think. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people. Um, there last time that I didn't realize we were going to be there, there were some familiar faces, and I was like, Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Like, Dr. Applesauce was there, and I was like, Hi, like, he was there, and um, who was the other person? There was someone else. Did I tell you about the the signature thing about paying for signatures? Did I tell you that story? No, oh my god, I was so naive. I, I so I told you, right? It was my first ever, um, like, type first on my first time. ever. Yeah, my first ever anything really, like in person event thing for it. So I waited in line for the guy that did the voice for Brock. I forget his name now. I forgot. I thought hey, this guy is so, he was stood there and he just looked so cool. I was like, Brock, like literally Brock is stood in front of me. Like, I got to get a signature. So I waited in line when I come up to the front. I was like, hi, can I get a signature? And he was like, yeah, this late, he like did talk to me. This lady was like his secretary or whatever was like, here, like you choose. And she gave me like a price menu. And I was like, oh shit, you gotta pay. <laughs> I didn't know you had to pay. <laughs> I was such an idiot. I was like, $80? Are you there was like one of the things, like 80 bucks. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do a loop. I'm gonna decide who else I'm gonna get signatures from and I'll come back. And he was like, okay, see ya. I was like, Oh my god! I had no idea you had to pay for. I just thought that was like a thing. I thought they just showed up and like signed stuff for you because it's collecticon. I mean, I I don't know why I didn't think. I guess yeah, it didn't even cross my mind that they'd be charging to sign a piece of paper or like a card or a picture or something. But good on them. I just I was like so caught off guard because I was like thinking, oh yeah, okay, I'll get signature. That's cool. Yeah, idiot. That's hilarious. I can yeah. laugh about it now, though. It was funny. Yes, yeah, so you, you're going to be busy meeting a whole bunch of new people. That'd be cool, man. I'm looking. Well, there's a few few Florida people you're going to meet too, right? Yeah, I have, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, the uh, the gentleman in my, in my booth, uh, Crystal Pokemon, Pallet Town Pokemon, who I had on my podcast, the interview podcast. Um, so smooth. Those guys yeah. are so smooth. I mean, they just look. You just look at them, they just look cool. They're just like cool dudes. Seriously, they're like, I remember meeting them, I was like, I want to be your friend. Like, you guys <laughs> like look cool. They're just cool guys. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. I noticed you didn't say that about Dan, but. <laughs> I didn't meet him. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, Was, that, be... was that a dig at that? <laughs> Any chance I get, any chance I get, I don't, I don't, I don't skip a beat on it. 
And uh, Nick, Nick was really friendly. He was, he was really cool, actually. I was really, ex- he, he, I think he could tell I was nervous. I was like so excited to meet Nick. He, I think you could tell like, I was a bit nervous. It was funny. Yeah, I'll mention it now uh, instead of at the end. But basically, there's a competition between Section 70 and Section 71. Please stop by. You can stop by either one, either one, to give us support. So basically, uh, old school Pokemon, I got an old section. Catch them all collectibles, got an old, their old section. Um, I have a table with old school Pokemon, Pallet Town, Crystal Pokemon, um, Brad G cards, formerly known as uh, Zard Hunter. Um, go come check it out. Come say come say hi. Come say hello. It's going to be an awesome time. But uh, pretty much w- what it sums down to the the section that sells the most dollar wise at the end of Saturday has to buy the other section beer essentially. So. Nick or Nick or Dan are the one who who signed up for this. So one of those is buying a hundred dollars worth of beer, and if Nick loses, I'll give him ten bucks because I'll feel bad if I didn't pull my weight for sure. So I'll I'll chip in, but uh, it'll be a pretty cool, uh, friendly little wager. Yeah, that's fun. I I think that that's I mean that just sums it up right. There's even like competing vendors. Like you wouldn't have Seven Eleven and like. I don't know, Dollar General going up against each other and friendly wages about sales and stuff. Like, it just doesn't happen. So it just shows you, like, this is a hobby. Like, it really is a community and a hobby. Like, that. It, not, not to sound soppy about a bet, but, like, it is, like, kind of cool that, like, you know, guys can joke and and, uh, and kind of have, have that relationship about stuff because it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of people involved in it. There's going to be a lot of people uh, trying to get sales and, I'm sure we're going to be tallying up numbers through the day and throwing numbers at each section uh, across the way. So that, that'll be fun, yeah. yeah. I got a couple of stink bombs I'm going to bring and plant them. In the <laughs> They're just going to get actually wrecked. So That's funny. That'll be good. No competition. <laughs> For sure. I uh, I wanted to mention real quick, on your video, you, you had uh, got a cookie from PSA. Um, so you were like, Cloud Nine, that's probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. You, did you eat it yet? I spoke to them today. Oh, yeah? I'm going to do a vi- I was going to do a video on it, like a second video, but I feel like a bit of a cheese ball. So this is my slab. Um, PSA Set Registry sent me um, a, a, literally a cookie. I mean, it's like a fancy cookie, like a custom-made one. Um, I spoke with Greg today. He messaged me and like like thanked me for my video, um, like showing it. Uh, you know, just kind of reaching out, asking how family was, that kind of stuff. We were talking, and um, he said they only chose two people to send the cookies to. It was me and Jim Mint, and I was like, "Are you? Yeah, like I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, two <laughs> people got got that slab, like a cookie slab, and I was one of them." Like little old me with like 200 subscribers on YouTube, literally a nobody, and he chose me and Gem Mint, like the the most like so far apart, like completely different levels and worlds. Was it Rusty so, or Gem Mint? Gem Mint. Was it okay? I, I don't know why I thought I saw Rusty open one, but yeah, that's awesome. I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you got maybe you got one for like. Non TCG, maybe they sent him one for like Yu Gi Oh! I don't, I don't know. I know he used to play Yu Gi Oh! back in the day. Um, yeah. yeah, I was, I'm like, I'm still a little bit like imposter syndrome. I don't, yeah, 
Are you there? Sorry, I think my internet dropped. How's that? It's it's back. It's back. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying, like, it's a weird feeling thinking that they like thought of me. That like Greg, like the set registry team, were like, who who are the two people we should send a fancy cookie to? Jen Mint, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And then someone's like, oh, Professor Oak. Who? <laughs> Who's that guy? What you mean, Rusty? Like you said, like you mean Rusty? You mean like you know, some of these other guys? No, let's send it to this like nobody that just like has fun with it. I don't know. It's bizarre to me, but yeah. Regardless, made you can tell it made me that one stupid cookie, one little cookie made me a very happy guy. Like it's definitely had an effect on me. It's very uplifting to think of them overnighting me something like that just for the sheer love of me being in registry i don't know hell yeah yeah i like the irony of you getting being on cloud nine getting your cookie meanwhile last week i'm just getting absolutely fixed <laughs> by psa completely just absolutely wrecked oh. by them during my 500 card submission return that just yep. came to a close today uh that was fun that was fun i thoroughly enjoyed that no lube either. Just took it straight. <laughs> it's two different teams, though. So you're talking about grading. I'm talking about the registry where you log it. So I guess we're going to kind of no. get away with it that way. But, yeah, you had you had a few rough ones, like quite a few rough ones in there, i got to admit. Even I was a little like, oof, yeah, that's hard to swallow. Where's my goddamn cookie? This is bull crap, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder if they're going to do something like that again. Do you you don't use the registry really, right? Have you got anything in there? CGC, yeah. I know no. you said you were using the new CGC one. I remember you um, doing the video about it. It seems really simple and clean. The CGC one. It seems like pretty like modern. Yeah, um, it's nice. I'm I'm really looking forward to the video game registry when that comes out because the pictures and I know PSA is doing the pictures now too, but. I know Wada, the like comparing the video game pop report. Oh my god, the Wada one is so bad. It's almost worse than BGS. It's easy to find things, oh but it does not look clean. It is like the oldest version of a pop report you'd ever want to see. But yeah, CGC does a good job. CGC have um, they have the uh, little. Uh, code thing on the back too, right? So you can just log it straight in there. They probably yeah. have that on the games too, don't they? You got yep. some games there. Yep. Yeah, so that'd be nice. You just scan it and just see the pop, and it'd be nice and clean and clear. Add it to your collection, you know, whatever. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Should I eat the cookie or what? Like, should I send it to you? It's like a. I feel like I feel like you need some. No. Some. Loving your life. I'm I'm done with sugar. I'm done with you can eat it. Yeah. I just had some sugar free ice cream today and god damn it was terrible. It was like chalky and falling apart. It was I'm proud hard. of you. Guys, if you're not aware, Greenie has been eating very healthily, drinking lots of water. Trying. trying. And has only been doing cooking twice a week. He's really cut down on all his fun stuff. So, yeah, that's why I was looking forward to meeting you, man. I need to get more. <laughs> it's the weekend, baby. 
Uh, who knew who knew kids college could come to that wow yeah, yeah. we've got we've um, gone off the rails here but uh <laughs> so this is going to be your first time selling in person or no i mean kind of selling like i don't i feel like i kind of pushed myself into your table a little bit when you were like yeah you can put some stuff on my table i was like okay i'll sort out all my stuff and my um, couch yeah yeah i did kind of put myself on your couch right so <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm, uh, maybe I should be in sales. Maybe you should hire me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've sold a lot of stuff like in person through auctions. I sold some stuff yeah. at TCG Con, that kind of stuff. But like, like if I sit with you for a little bit and like throw that box to the side, maybe a couple of people buy one, like, yeah, I'm not going to know what the hell to do. So you're going to need to hold my hand for a little bit there. Um, there's a couple other people. Pokey Stone said I could put some on his table. Like I don't know if maybe he doesn't have a full table or he's, you know, um he's thinking like my stuff is a bit different to what he has, you know, bring like a couple of people over there that might be looking into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess it's a good idea. It's like smart, like what he was saying with that stuff. So I don't know, maybe you know, there's there's a few people that have offered, you know, everyone's been really kind about it, but it seems like it's a fun experience. I mean, you're doing it again and you've done it, so it can't be too bad, right? The experience can't be that bad. I know there's people that have gone on whatnot and like don't want to ever go back again. So it's obviously not anything like that. So what, yeah. like, what's your experience with this? I mean, would you recommend it for people? Like, is it, is it something that you think is fruitful? And I know Nick's talked about like not really fruitful money wise, but long-term play, it makes sense because of the connections and the fun. Yeah, it's so. yeah. There's a lot of networking. Um, obviously, it goes into it. You could, of course, buy <clears throat> things and make money by buying things, but you could also do that selling. So, this will be my third one I've vended. Third collect kind I've vended. So I think I've been a a viewer mm. three times and I've vended about three times now. So, vending is definitely fun. Sitting in the one spot, literally, you're tied to your table. Usually, I have somebody else there, whether it's old school Pokemon or I had my friend at a couple of them um, so I could walk away from the table to go to the bathroom or something like that, that you need yeah. somebody, um, you need a friend. And that is huge. Like if you ever want to do it, you definitely need somebody there um, or you need to be really buddy, buddy with your neighbor and trust them with your life. Essentially. I mean, it's real money on the, yeah. literally yeah. money on the table. Yeah. Yeah. You're risking it all if you don't really know the guy. So you definitely hundred percent need to have that person there. But selling in person is it's so awesome. It's being able to talk to people. They're going to come up like, that's why I want to bring some of my collection pieces, just to be able to talk about some of the stuff. Um, they'll ask questions like, oh, man, what is that? I've never seen that before. Wow, that's so cool. That <laughs> is even more fun of the stuff, like just talking to yeah. people about the collection pieces. And then, oh, yeah, you got this card. I'll, I'll buy that. Like, whatever. Like, what are your payment options? Um I heard the the internet service is not great there. I've had great service at every Dreadful. location before there, so that could suck. Massive ding dong, but uh, <laughs> really it was bad. I mean, bad, bad. Like I was, I was trying to text my wife and it wouldn't even go through. You got Verizon? What do you got? I don't know. Let me see. You know, you, you know what phone provider you got? T-Mobile. Oh, there's that's a problem. No, sure. No, I don't know. <laughs> it was bad. It it was literally like the biggest convention center ever. Like it's ridiculous. 
but it's like a prison. Like it's like you. Sh it's almost as though it's surrounded just by other buildings and rooms and thick walls and stuff. Like you feel like you're really in the the heart of something yeah. huge, and you kind of are. So it might that might just be it. it. Might just be the physical part. Maybe going closer. There's no windows or doors or anything because like you're in the middle. But maybe it's a different room this time. And maybe there's a window you go stand near there. Or I don't. I don't know. Maybe they'll have Wi-Fi. Like. I had a I had a bad experience with with the internet. So Nick might be a good one to ask. I'd be curious if he leaves a comment in here on his experience with it because he was there vending, and I don't I don't think he's mentioned anything about bad internet. So I don't know. Yeah. So this time I'll definitely be bringing more cash as change than I have at any mm -hmm. other one, just based on the feedback there. So keep that in mind for sure because you want to be able to take payment. If somebody comes to you with a $100 bill and they're buying a $20 card, you want to be able to give them change. Uh, otherwise, you're going to yeah. lose the sale. So, But being able to negotiate with people and have those discussions in person is really cool. Um, I don't think I could ever do more than one table because usually like even one table, I can get two, maybe three people in front of my one table. And if it's just me talking to these people, ping-ponging off different people at the same time, like – as soon as you get to more tables, you almost need more people unless you just got a bunch of bags and there's nobody stopping at your table. But usually when somebody's coming to your table, you want to at least interact with them in one aspect. Hey, how's it going? Hope you're having a good of day. Of course. Yep. And uh, so you're missing out opportunity if you got a full section and you're, you don't uh, talk to all the different people coming by. Um, it's got, Some people get annoyed by it, like art van salesmen or people that are selling furniture. Um so, like, when you walk into those stores, they just immediately gravitate to you. They're like, then they got to follow you around the entire store until you leave. They're, like, dedicated. So, I'm not like that. I'll just, like, hey, how's it going? Hope you're having a good time. Let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. Um, to everybody. So. Do you get yeah. many questions? Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. Everything's priced 100%. Everything's got a price on it, so they have that. They can check their comps if they have internet. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, usually there's <laughs> might, might be a good thing in template, you know what I know. Yeah, it could be, it could be in some aspects. But then you got people that walk like every time there's people that walk up with you with a fat stack of slabs. Hey, you take a trades, puts it down. You're like, oh crap, let me see if. And then you got to go it yeah. off the brain because you don't know the comps. Like it's that's where you could get screwed not having the internet and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, it's. It's cool. I, I thoroughly enjoy doing it person. I keep saying I want to do local shows. They have them every weekend all around me, sports card shows, and there's very little Pokemon, but um, it's definitely growing, and I would love to do it more locally here, but it seems every effing weekend I have something going on, so I yeah. need to book it a couple months in advance. It's not like you can just go for an hour or so either. And just like it's not like just a little thing where you could just go yep. and do it. You really need a full day or a full weekend doing that kind of stuff. Which, if you have the inventory and you really want to push and, like you say, get a full table and like really push for it, probably could do well at, at one of them. But that that's an investment for sure. So it sounds like you're making a little bit of a vacation of it here right a bit of a getaway weekend kind of thing in terms of like the whole weekend is going to be here and involved yeah. so that that's cool because you're going to get the full experience of selling both days and that kind of stuff so i'm excited for you yeah no it'll be good this is this will be my first time i mentioned to you i think right before the, we have a, i have a new setup i'm 
renting a couple of their table displays instead of bringing shipping my own and my luggage. Um, I could double the capacity so I could double the amount of slabs essentially I have on the table, which will be yeah. freaking amazing because I'm, I'm able to do really good sales with the 64 that I was limited to before. So now being able to double that uh, could be insane. So I'm really looking forward to doing you, that. So you took 64 slabs total. That was all you took? That's all I could show in my table. So when wow. I'd sell, I'd swap one out. Sell, swap one out. It was okay. always full um, with slabs. But, yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy amount of slabs compared to what I was used to. It, I don't want it to be too cloggy. Like, you could have too many. And people yeah. just get, like, overwhelmed. They can't see. Like, it was kind of nice the way I had it. But I'll have some version of it with, with more than last time. So it'll be good. I saw in quite a lot of different cases when I was there. I don't oh, know if yeah. it was Collecticon renting them out or some people bringing their own. Some people like made some. Some like there was all different ones. Some people just had flat like screens in front where you couldn't even like lean over or anything. Yeah. Some people had them where it was propped up. Some were flat. It was like every vendor was just YOLO. Like it was just all just doing whatever they wanted that day kind of thing. Um, I think that was part of why, like Nick and Crystal and part of town, like I think theirs looked so nice and easy to look around because they just had nice cases where you could literally just look over and see singles yeah. and see slabs. Like it's the the layout was very clean and simple, and like everything was right there, easy to see and accessible. And he was getting things out and showing people. And um, so it sounds like renting those cases. For me, on the buyer and like not vending last year, like that sounds like a dream. It sounds brilliant having those cases with all these slabs there. Yeah. I think it'll be a good experience for, for the people wanting to buy. Um, yeah, I think I think it'll be just generally good for you too. You probably feel secure that they're like kind of secure. Yeah, no, for sure. The ones I had were pretty nice. I made them out of plexiglass. Um, basically, made them just to fit my luggage that goes in the bottom of the plane yeah um because i didn't want to ship glass i didn't want to have to get something shipped there so i was able to fit it in under my clothes and put it all in one box or one bag it was really nice so um but yeah it's way more protection i feel like with these different uh different setups so it'll be uh yeah and i mean you're gonna go sell a slab or two really to make up for the price of the case and you'll yeah. probably sell more than a slab or two because yeah. of the cases you'll you know probably make it back because of it anyway so worthwhile investment i think yeah collecticon's doing well they're doing well <laughs> renting all those things out for sure yeah i mean the tickets the tickets aren't cheap too like that they're they're making money in every angle like just every angle yeah. for sure yep it's smart um who who did you think was like a really good vendor that you were impressed with like in terms of like their slabs or what they were selling or doing like was there anyone that like stood out to you when you walked around yeah pokemon network does a really good job he has a bunch of really high-end stuff sealed booster boxes just really cool to see them in person um i bought one of my black label zapdos off them from denver and he's just got always crazy looking stuff, um, really high end stuff. So if you're if you're into that to sort of thing, he has that. Um, DFW Pokemon used to do that really good, but their prices 
seem to have gotten out of hand the last time I went to one, and their booth was lackluster at best. There was a lot of empty spaces. I'm not sure why they had an entire section. Um, but, yeah, I think Pokemon Network has a nice setup, very clean. It's nice when they have, like, the full section. The full section makes it so much more clean looking. Obviously, when you run out a single table, like myself, it's not even something you compare. It's not like a, a really good setup. But some of these grading companies have pretty nice setups, like Diamond Service Grading. Um, I know they do a pretty dang good booth every time. Um, and some of these other like TCGs. So if you're at Collecticon, there's so many like startup TCGs that are there. Um, you could sit down, play them for free. They're usually the CEO or the developers are there interacting, playing with you, teaching the game. So it's, if you just want to get out and have a good time, you can do that too. So those booths are generally pretty nice as well. A lot of good displays and some uncut sheets to check out. Some really cool stuff. What about you? <laughs> I wasn't trying to put you off then. You were talking about um, new TCGs. I immediately just remembered the MetaZoo booth and just like sheer madness. It was just bananas. Like it was, I just, I mean, I can't even point to words. Like it felt like it was just its own thing, just on fire over in the corner. Like they had their own little area and people were just going absolutely crazy. Did I ever try? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. Keep going. I got a message. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I tried to talk to two people that walked away. I guess they'd given them some free promos or something. I was like, oh, like, did you get some free promos? Like, what, what did you get? What did they give to you? And both of them just, like, wouldn't look at me or talk to me. Just, like, completely ignoring me. Like, didn't want anything to do with me. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's like a weird thing. Like all the Pokemon guys would have probably showed me the Pokemon cards. Like it kind of put a bit of a, a bit of taste in my mouth about about the experience. Maybe they were dirty flippers. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if I've said it ever. Maybe I have. Maybe once. But the first ever Collecticon was the first ever MetaZoo like booth convention, I believe. And the booth was dead. There was barely anybody there. Mike Waddell was there. Artists were there. They had like two tables, not even a full section. Um, they'd get a single person to walk up every once in a while, then another person, then another person. But before the Collecticon, somebody had sent me a DM on Instagram saying, hey, I saw you're going to Collecticon. Um, I had just started doing YouTube or something just before then. And... See, he knew I was going, and he's like, hey, if you go get this promo for me, I'll give you 100 bucks." I'm like, damn. He's like, all right, bet. <laughs> I got two of my friends going, too. So I was like, I'll get three of them sons of guns. So I get there, get my promo. My two friends get their promos. We look it up on eBay. They're selling for 350 the same day. Oh, the, sealed, the sealed promos were selling on eBay for $350. Yeah, so that's all, probably why they don't want to show me then. Yeah. So... Poor dude. I'd never reach back out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for I, the I didn't tip. know who he was. He was some random guy that reached out to me. But um, we flipped all three of our packs the same day we got them. My friends may have gotten a couple more themselves. But we paid for way more than just that trip, just with MetaZoo promos. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was cool. But it from after the first one, the lines were absurd because everybody knew – that was yeah. happening, but the prices quickly dropped off. Like they weren't nothing like they were. I've seen so, a couple of cool ones. They have done some cool promos. Yeah. They're definitely interesting and unique. 
in, intrigued to see like like what else they do. I know they're talking about like maybe like shows or video games or I don't know whatever else they're gonna do. Like, yeah, it's definitely intriguing. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, they. I think they need to get the the kiddies involved. Get the kids involved with some diversion like Pokemon, some TV show or something. They need something like Yu-Gi-Oh had it. Pokemon has it. I feel like it'll help get that uh, generational involvement and get this thing moving faster than it's moving. It's moving, but it's it'd get it faster. So that'd be cool for sure. You uh, you got any uh? goals or anything you're looking for want to do besides meeting just people at the collection mm. no <laughs> that's that's what i want to do that's literally what like what i'm excited <laughs> for <laughs> I just quiet away from the uh, one and a half month old yeah i mean two month old yeah i just want to see everyone just get away and like just talk about cards look at stuff and just experience the whole thing uh it's just real simple for me yeah n- nothing crazy i mean i've sorted out a lot of stuff i'd like to sell some stuff i've sorted out quite a few cards it'd be cool but like i'll drive for a couple of hours and if i don't sell anything i don't sell anything i mean it's just like whatever for me it's just i'm i'm ex- i'm just excited about you know meeting you and everyone else and just there's the fun of it and whatever we do saturday night you know whether that's a drink in the hotel bar or you know go to uh that um that club that dan was saying that you want to just go to the one with the girls that do the dances and stuff like i don't know if we're all gonna do that but uh we'll see um it's a bad influence that dan um yeah it was his wife's coming too yeah that'd be great oh that's turned kinky real quick um what about you what's your what's your goals uh, making money. That's, that's, that's why I'm vending. So if I was going and not vending, obviously that wouldn't be my main goal, but this time going there, um, not going to urgent care after day one would be great. Like I didn't really hope not. <laughs> that, that was pretty rough, but hopefully that doesn't happen again. Knock on wood. But, uh, yeah, basically just trying to make some money, meeting a few people that I haven't met and, uh, having a good time getting to network with a bunch of people. would be good. And uh, looking forward to it for sure. Did you, did you say? Did you answer that question? Who you were most looking forward to? I forget if you answered that. Selling. No, when we, you we were talking about who are you most looking forward to meeting that you hadn't met. Yeah, yet. I said Pallet Town. I, the guy I interviewed him and Crystal, who I'm vending. I've never met them. That was right. The cool dudes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the cool dudes. Yeah. So I've met a bunch of the other people. Mr. Walrus, look forward to meeting him. Um, but mm-hmm. a lot of the other people I've met, Brad G. Cards and pretty much everybody else at Dan's booth, I feel like. But I feel like there's somebody – there's always more more people I meet that – Where did you I meet Brad? Uh, Eclecticon. Yeah. Long Beach. Was he selling? No. Don't think so. So this no. this might be his first time selling that's exciting. Yeah, hell yeah. No, it'll be, I'll, it'll be awesome. I'll, I'll tap in for him, let him get some lunch and toilet breaks and stuff. I'm going to try and do that. You know, the few people in our section, I'll try and help you all that. Like this, like you were saying, having someone there, someone else needs me, you know, when you're not 
too busy needing me, then I could jump over and help them for a minute. I think that'll be that'll be pretty helpful. So yeah. let me know, guys, if you need anything. So why why do you want to sell slabs if you're going? The money is in the goal. Why why tie yourself down to a booth with putting slabs for sale instead of walking around just meeting all these people you haven't met? I was going to do both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I think that's going to be cool. I can sit there with you and we can have a drink, you know, drink some Diet Coke and get through the day, talk slabs, talk with some people, get to meet people and stuff. And I don't know, just the experience of it. I'm just excited for all of it. Um, there's, I mean, the thing for me is I got a bunch of slabs that are just sitting there that like I can send to Nick or ZNG or, you know, whatever, like PWCC, something like that. I could consign them or I could sit here and listen on eBay, but like, yeah, I don't know what, I've just got them sitting there. Why not try it? I just waited out. I figured I'd try uh, try selling in person and just see how it goes. Priced them pretty fair, honestly. I've priced almost everything below eBay last sold, like 10, 20% below. So I'm not trying to like, you know, over push the prices and stuff. Um, just kind of trying to make it so they'll just buy it. I don't want to do like weird negotiating. Hey, like if I buy these seven slabs, will you give me $3 off? Like some weird stuff that people ask. I saw some real weird conversations when I was there last time. And like you were saying, like people trying to trade stuff. I'm like, just like some kids actually. I saw some kids doing it more weird. Yeah, like some more weird kid trade trade type stuff than some of the adults obviously they don't care because they're just kids they're like whatever like do what i want kind of thing whereas i think adults are probably a little bit more shy on that kind of stuff because like we know what stuff's worth <laughs> like we know like what it means and stuff so it's probably a part of that but yeah i i, I like the uh i like the idea of just the experience of I think it's my first time doing it like that. What, what about you? What's, what, what's your reasoning? Like instead of just selling it on eBay, I, I feel like it, part of it for you is probably the experience too, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's like I said, it's uh, meeting the people, networking, um, getting to see all the other collectors, and talking shop, talking the hobby. Um, never know. Well, it's us, somebody you're you're talking to at the convention could be a future business partner. You never know. Um, yeah crazy it's great like there's so many different people and different jobs and you never know when uh we all know each other and stuff like that it could happen at any moment like hey i know josh is in sales or i know yeah uh, pokemon dna's and uh mortgages and stuff like that like it's you never yeah, know it's good networking's huge we're all similar age within whatever 10 years so it's uh, networking is even my current job, just LinkedIn and stuff like that. And networking is, is huge. I don't do, we do one show a year for my current job and it's freaking amazing. Sad. We only do one. There's not a whole lot of stuff in our niche for work, but I, I wish there was, I wish there was a lot more because those shows are, are huge. They're awesome. Meeting different people. I really so, wish I'd been at Denver. Yeah. You've been was... I was had so to sad. Had to have a kid. The FOMO Nature. is probably real. You missed out on Swami's for sure. Bro, I was so sad. Like, 
I had literal tears in my eyes. I was like showing my wife pictures. I was like, this is what I've been talking about for months and months. And like, they're all there. Literally felt like the only person on the planet that wasn't there. <laughs> Literally, like everyone was there. Oh, it was so hard to stomach. Like everyone was having fun at Swamis. I was like trying to keep cool in the Discord. Like, yo guys, send me a picture. I really want to see what I'm missing on. And I was like chewing on my sleeve, like crying. Um, yeah, it was it was rough. It was really what I really liked was I kept reminding myself just how much fun you guys were probably having. Like that made me feel good because I like being a facilitator, that kind of stuff. So the thought of you guys having fun, even though I wasn't a part of it, like that did bring me joy. Like I was happy about it. I just really wanted to be there. I don't, I would just, ugh. I mean, I like a drink. I like to party. I like Pokemon. I like you guys. Like it was just like everything I like, you know, in one go. It just seems like the ideal scenario. So it'll, it'll happen again. Hopefully we go into the Midwest and I can have a party at my house or. Yeah. There's so many of us that would probably throw another one if it ever got close to us again. So, yeah, that'd be sweet. I think, I mean, I'm kind of close, but not really, like, not close enough to like do anything at my place. I just don't think that's realistic. Um, But it's interesting what you were saying earlier about that keeps playing around in my head is the Northeast thing because I feel like that's the most populated area of the US, the Northeast, right? Like, isn't that where all like the big cities and all the states are all crammed together and there's like just generally a lot of stuff and a lot of buzz and a lot of things happening? Like I feel like there's probably a lot of collectors in the Northeast. Yeah. Big time. And you look at like Yu-Gi-Oh national tournaments. They they're either in like Chicago, Indianapolis, or California. They bounce between like those locations and then maybe Japan or maybe in Germany or something. But it's pretty much in California or the Midwest. California, Midwest. It's it's uh there's a lot of collectors a lot of population like you said chicago new york all of it's up here so um crazy it's crazy i don't they must like warm weather i'm guessing (laughs) but oh yeah i mean that's part of it i guess i wonder if it's the price of the location but the orlando one can't be cheap i mean that's like prime time spot that that Mm -hmm. convention center is like the convention center in florida so that can't be cheap Long Beach has got to be right up there. It's like yeah. water views almost from walking out. It's, yeah. So it can't be money. Maybe, I don't know what it could be. No. Like they're, why they're they wouldn't getting... do that? This seems dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Listen here, Clexcon. I'm not from this country and I don't live in the Northeast, but I'm telling you, you need to do a Northeast. There we go. Won't be this year. Maybe next year. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. They probably already have next year planned out, so maybe maybe 2025, who knows? Yeah. So uh, what are you bringing exactly? What is, like, the price range? Kind of talk a little bit about the stuff. I, you got the box back there behind you. What is, like, uh, your go-to slab that you want to sell? Oh, gosh. Um, I got a couple of, like, mid-era Pikachus that are, like, a few books that I want to get rid of. Um, I have uh, a nice Pikachu promo that's a PSA 8. I don't have many that aren't PSA 10s, but I have one that, that's worth a, uh, a couple hundred bucks. I want to try and shift. And then 
I got a lot of like thirty, forty, fifty dollars type stuff. Yeah. Um, just things that I think people would be willing. That's the stuff I sorted out, knowing that people might just want to buy a couple of slabs. What I've done different, I don't know if anyone's going to take this advice, if it's going to be heated or not. Something that I noticed, um, this might be a pro tip or it might just be my dumbass. I don't know. I, I remember looking at the cases and I felt a little bit like some of the cases I looked at were so random that it was like hard to like concentrate on like what was happening yes. in the case. Like I was like, some of them didn't even have prices on which I thought was really interesting because I was like, literally, I don't know what I want to look at because I don't know what my price point is from that to that to that. Like some of yeah. the cards like I hadn't even seen before. So like, I didn't know, like, is this a $30 card? Is it 500? Like there was some people, Crystal Pokemon cards for like 40 grand sitting there. I was like, I, I, you don't know. So I, from that experience myself last year, I should have touched on this earlier, but from that part myself last year, I've essentially, I mean, you can see I've got stupid labels. I haven't finished making them yet, but I just put post-it notes on. Uh, but I've made them like, these are $30 slabs. If you want to look at something at that price point, these are $40, like the almost all PSA 10s. So it should be an easy like view. You're not really looking at the grades. You're just looking at what the card is and the price point. Is this something I want? Is this something I need? Do I like this artwork? You know, whatever. Um a lot of Pikachu's, duplicates, things that I just have too many of, don't need, whatever, selling off. Some things that I think are priced too high that I think will probably be a bit cheaper in the future I can buy back. That's, there's a few of those. Um, I've got some old made in there. I've got some... Um, what else have I got? Just some random stuff, just weird things. And a few, like, fail grades that, that I need to shift, things that didn't grade as high as I thought they would. So I'm just going to shift those cheap. But pr pretty random, honestly. Uh, nothing high-end. Anything high-end, I don't even have at the house. To, I'm not even considering putting any of that stuff out. I, you know, some of my nicest stuff is locked away, and even that's not really high-end compared to most of the guys that go in, that kind of stuff. But the cheapest stuff, like, yeah, just, just going to try it, see what sells, I guess. Um, what about you? Is there, like, a niche or anything you're trying to target, any kind of goal on how you're gonna you're gonna market it um yeah so having the extra space like that's the that's my fear it's kind of what you mentioned it looks too clogged up and it looks too messy and then people just overlook different things because there's too much going on yeah i don't want that to happen so um but i am bringing some collection items just to, like to have them to show off some of my the black labels aptos cards or stuff like that so people can check them out because you don't don't get to see them very often um would be really cool um i'll be bringing a bunch of my stuff i just got back in my 500 card submission return a bunch of vending series some psa bunch of psa 10s some legend of blue eyes psa 10s psa 9s um some magic the gathering cards um i'm I, i'm all over the map i got a, a few world of warcraft cards so i got a bunch of stuff Yu-Gi-Oh cards like besides just the first ever set so it's going to be a diverse collectible card game setup with a bunch of high end, like cool stuff to look at too. So you got to have those attention getters. Like uh, I, I always say that the um, legendary collection reverses are really good, like attention getters. Cause they just sparkle and shine when you walk cool by. Guess. 
people know they're worth money and they're like, oh, snap, let's check that out, see what the price is. Yeah. Um, and black labels have the same effect. They're like, oh, snap, you can see it across the room. You know kind of what's going on. Um, so it's 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 pretty cool. That's wish, that's. Wish CDC would have done that. Some really different just, variant. Slat, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I get the gold lettering, but I remember when they did it with the, the pristine perfect, and I was like, it's the same. Ah, I just one one a little edge, like so, even if it's like just a tiny black border around it, or like just something that distinguishes it that isn't because I can't read it. I don't know if it's my eyes on blind, but like I can't really tell if it's perfect or pristine. Yeah, especially on like an eBay scan, you got to click on it and zoom in to see if it's got a 95 upgrade to know if it's a perfect or a prestige, if it has some. Okay, so it's not just me. Like, I I literally like can't can't just tell just by looking at it. So, yeah, I I get that, especially with the legendary, what you were saying, those reverses, fireworks popping off everywhere, and then black labels. They're so, so bam in your face for both those things that you're, if you're bringing some of that stuff, I mean, yeah, that's gonna that's definitely gonna catch some eyes, and then yeah, hopefully see some other stuff and be interested. Yeah, yep, for sure. Are you uh, do you have any goals in selling, or is it kind of just in addition to the whole event? Yeah, no, it was just just a bit of side fun for me, I guess. Really, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know. I'd like to at least make my ticket money. It was like 40 bucks. And then my gas, that's probably going to cost me 20, 40 bucks. I don't know how much gas it costs in my new car, but um, we'll see. And then what, a, I mean, the room at the hotel, I mean, that's going to cost some money, like just some of that stuff. So I don't know, two, 300 bucks or something. Like, seems easy. I could probably do that with a couple of slabs. So anything after that is like good because. These are all my cards, all stuff that I love, you know, stuff that I have to sell. I'm not positive at the moment, so I'm not too worried about selling it. I would imagine some of this cheaper stuff will sell, like for cash. Um, I don't yeah. know how much. And I mean, you know, like people were saying last time and possibly this time, maybe a whatnot person would come through and make me a decent offer. I don't know if I'm needing to sell those. So I don't know if I'd go down to 60% because I already have them at like, 80-ish percent almost 80 to 90 percent of last sold anyway so i feel like it's pretty fair i just don't know if they'd want that tiny markup or not um not that they sell at market but you know what i mean like they probably want it as cheap as chips so yeah if you got a goal are you setting like a dollar goal for yourself uh beat the other section that's my goal mm-hmm. If I need to sell my black labels for dog dirt cheap to beat that section for that hundred dollar bet, I'm gonna do it. No. Are you taking are you taking payment on like different uh, methods too? Yeah, so I have a yeah. Let me see if I, I got it here. Let me see if I got. Because I think I'm gonna have to make a cash only sign. I'm not set up for any of the other fancy stuff. I have this sheet you usually bring. It's got all my different oh methods of payment and I could just set it down on my table okay. and they could type it in and uh, go from there. So, but yeah, it's, it's instead of having to communicate it, like when the music's loud, it's nice being able to just to put the sheet down so they can just type it in. Um, otherwise it'll just be cash. So, but yeah, cash, PayPal, Venmo, cash app, Zelle, Bitcoin, Ethereum, 
take it do all. You get, do you get fees on the other stuff? Are you, are you more likely to sell cash at a different price? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll, uh, cash will be the best price all day long. So, because I'm um, priced for cash, I'm not priced for PayPal or any, I don't have any of that other stuff to like sell with. So, if they don't have cash, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. See you later, I guess. Like, yeah, you'll have to ask somebody else to take it, <laughs> take the payment, and then reimburse it. Work that out. That's happened before for other people. Yeah. Um, like some people won't have Zell, I'll have Zell and I'll have to do something for it. So, um, work it out having like, the benefit of having some friends there. So, yeah, but I would just definitely bring change fees. if you're planning on just cash sales, definitely have as much change as you can. Yeah. I'll bring at least 20 bucks. All right. Some quarters. Just 20 bucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Very rough shape. Yeah, well, I did two sides, cash only, exact exact change. Like no change returned. Must provide ID at time of sale. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I ain't putting your shit on my table now. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean seriously, though, I, I probably need to iron that out. I need to figure that out because if someone does kick off and they don't have cash and they really need that old maid card, then. Um, yeah, I'll have to figure out a different way to do it. Yeah. Yep. At the uh, the Collecticon last time you went to, thinking about this time, is there something outside of, like, the TCGs that you're you're looking forward to going to check out? I know there's a lot of fan arts and stuff like that, like different – there's tons yes. of different anime-related art things, um, paintings and comic book grading and other stuff like that. What is, is there anything you're looking forward to seeing? Um, I think uh, what I thought was interesting was was that it's just it was interesting. I, like I was I was looking around those different artworks and those people like doing t-shirts and blankets and like you know different stuff. And there was some anime stuff. I was like, yeah, I don't know who, what any of that stuff is. I've seen that before. I know that's that, but like a lot of it, like I didn't know what was happening. You know, some of the more niche stuff. Um, and then there was a lot of cards there was some sports cards guys there that had pretty beefy tables they had some some pretty big setups i thought that was pretty cool seeing some like some nicer sports cards that i don't get a lot of interaction with because it does interest me it is a big uh a big part of the hobby i'm just not i'm not dived into it enough you know um i'm a mod for um for a sports card channel um Dak dakota i don't know if any of you guys uh, watching ever ever watch him sports cards anonymous mm. he he's like the one sports card guy that like is actually pretty interesting like i, I actually really enjoy watching him he's fun and entertaining um and pretty like candid he's definitely candid with how he talks so that's fine but some of them are like like a little serious i think compared to us in pokemon in the tcg space like some of the sports card guys feel a little more like grown up and professional <laughs> i don't know i don't know how to describe it i guess but i'm just in it for the fun i'm just in it for shits and giggles honestly so um i enjoy it enjoy talking you know the podcast and do my mail ray videos and doing the live stream stuff it's all just fun for me so going around the collector con and experiencing all the different types of booths was really interesting to like look at i don't know if there's anything i was like specifically geared for aiming for i was really excited to get a signature 
like to get Brock's signature, like obviously <laughs> no less story now, but there was a couple of things like that that I was excited for. Obviously that didn't pan out, but uh, yeah, nothing really. I, w- I was actually hoping to stop by the Matazu booth and like talk to them and see what was going on. I didn't realize they're giving out free stuff or whatever, but it was nuts. There was like a hundred people in the line, so yeah, I just kind of walked by. Um, I did see Dr. Applesauce, and um, he was doing a like Q and A with some anime voiceovers. Um, one of them was the it was the girl that did like Nurse Joy or something. It was like one of the girls from Pokemon, and she she's done a bunch of other stuff. So that was interesting. Like actually, like having like Q and A like with real people, that was fun. So I stood there for a little bit watching that. And then um, there was Island Island Grown is his name. I used to watch him on YouTube a while back. He's, he's pretty, like, fun and wild. He's got a lot of energy. And he was doing whatnot openings, like, with yeah. some sports cars guys and that. There was a lot of energy and a lot of craziness going around there. So that was fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm just – I want to see you guys, honestly. I'm just excited to, like – spend some time with everyone that I didn't see at Denver and some other people that you know I've met since too. What about you? Is there anything is there any like booths or anything you're specifically like wanting to to jump at? Yeah, I want to check out I always like checking out people that have graded video games, checking out those seem to always be priced well above last sold, which is really weird. Yeah. Uh it's not normal. I'm not a fan of it. But of that and comic books, I love checking out graded comic books while I'm there. I've always, I'm still waiting to own my first freaking graded comic book. Um, wait for the right one. I've been eyeing some uh, Silver Age Batman comics. Haven't pulled the trigger. Um, huge Batman fan, but I would love like the first appearance of Joker, Silver Age. It's like four thousand dollars in a beat version. It's it's very expensive. Haven't haven't bought it for that reason. Um, but it's 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 sick. I I love looking at uh, even the VHSs because you don't I don't see them graded that often, but I see them there. So seeing some yeah. of those really old movies is really cool. Even though I'll probably never buy them graded, um, yeah, it's it's cool seeing all the different things other than what I'm kind of in the Yu-Gi-Oh, the Pokemon stuff like that. Seeing other TCGs is cool. Um, the Gem Blenders guy who I had on my other podcast, my interview style one. Um, they have a booth down there, so I'll be able to meet him in person, even though I just oh, talked. I forgot he said that. Yeah, I remember watching that. He, he said it was going to be there. That would be cool. Oh, that will be cool. Yeah, he's a really nice dude. Um, so I'm looking forward to meeting him, and uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. I need to make sure we get pictures with everyone. That's, yeah. that's what we really need to be better at, because I, I didn't do enough of that last year. I only got maybe half a dozen pictures, so yep. yeah, that'd be good. Um out of, I know you just touched on a few there, like like comics and games, and obviously we've got cards and VHSs. Like, there's a lot of things being graded now. Outside of the obvious, like, I feel like the obvious is cards and comics. Like, they've been kind of established. They've been like a bit of a thing for a few years now. Yeah. Out of the other ones that are maybe a bit newer, a bit more nuanced, you know, through uh, water, and, you know, now we have. Uh, VHS was coming in, that kind of stuff. Like some of those other nuanced ones, even coins, I guess you could say. Um, what do you think has the most upside potential? Like in the future, what do you think is probably most likely to do well? 
for me, I think probably games. Yeah. On excluding comics and cards, you said? Yeah. Yeah, games, VHSs after games, but I've, I don't know. It's VHS is a weird, they're weird. And then you got DVDs, CDs, why aren't those being graded? Um, pop figures are kind of weird to me. I feel like they're more, no offense to the pop figure collectors, is pretty cool stuff, um, but they're being sold as collectibles. Um, I'm not a fan of those types of things that are being sold as collectibles. Um these are trading cards. Those are comic books. Those are video games. Those are not sold as collectibles. So it's a little bit different vibe from those things. And I feel like that gives it a lot more potential because people yeah. didn't initially collect them. There's so many pop, obviously there's, there's intentionally short printed pop figures. So they're rare inherently, but it's sold as a collectible. So um, it just gives me beanie baby vibes. It's not Beanie Babies. It's way cooler than Beanie Babies. I have Beanie Babies, but um, it, like I said, being sold as a collectible is not a great feeling. Video games are definitely going to be doing well, have been doing well, have come down a lot. Still very expensive. I still can't afford games that I want. It's crazy. A lot of them. Did you, did you see any of the sold prices on some of the games on QVCC? Yeah. Like I wanted some of the modern yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, modern Pokemon graded a play if you're getting good grades. That's <laughs> for sure. Insane. Like some of the sold listings I've sold for games, like sealed games that have been graded lately, that are like from the past couple of years, even like some of the real modern stuff. Insane. Yeah, it makes you want to walk into Target when the new Pokemon whatever drops next year and Literally. buy a case, send the case to CGC. See what happens. Let let the magic ride because if you get a Wada ten or a CGC ten, it's like getting a black label. It like seven X is the freaking price. It's insane. I mean, even nine six is nine eight at selling high though. Like compared yeah. to what they actually oh, yeah. cost in to, to buy and, and grade. Yep, nine point eights are like PSA tens for those of you that don't know. And then you can get a ten, but it's it's insane. I think there's one PlayStation 2 10 in WADA, and I think it's Grand Theft Auto 3. So that one just sold for 22K. Yeah, that's not surprising. Wow. Yeah, Oof. it's nuts. Yeah, Are you selling any singles? Are you going to take singles? No, the issue with that is when I set up my table, I'll have the two uh, – displays on the table the displays take up the entire table so historically i would have a little bit extra space with my displays um so if i bring singles they're on top of the displays it's covering up the stuff undering them under them i guess i could put them underneath but then when they're raw people you need to pull them out they need to look at it every time if they want to buy it they need to inspect it so when it's slabs it's a lot easier they don't always need to inspect it they're looking at the grades and the price and if they think they want to play with what you got going on, then they ask to maybe review it. But most of the time, people buying stuff there are not looking at the condition of the card in the slab. Most of them. Do you, do you think um, Collecticon would notice if I bought an extra table for you? If they brought an extra, yeah. There, there's if, no, if I bought one. There ain't nowhere place for it to go. It'd be sticking no. out like a sore thumb. Okay. <laughs> 
There ain't no way. There ain't no way you'd make that thing work. It'd be sticking out in the middle of the aisle. I mean, it'd catch people's eyes. That everyone would run into it. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be good. That'd be good. What am I gonna do with this bloody thing then? So instead of you putting slabs underneath inside of my display, you're just gonna put them on top. So you're still gonna be taking up the same amount of real estate. It'll just be probably less. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I could stick my chair next to it or something. Um, yeah. There's. There's. Could also be a chance that there people have flat table space that's open at Denver. That was totally the case. There was always just. People were showing up three hours late. They were leaving three hours early. There was always just like open parts of the entire section where you could just set those down. So you might you might just sit down there. So yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, no stress. I'm not worried about it. The uh, the the evening, um, I'm intrigued on what, where that's going to lead. Like, what, what if we're going to get like big dinner together, or if we're just going to meet up, have a drink, or whatever? I don't, I don't know. It should be fun. I won't be there this Sunday. I don't, know if, I don't remember if I told you that or not. I've got to come home on the Sunday morning. I will just be there for the Saturday, so someone else will have to tag you in for uh, for lunch break. Um, yeah. But no, Saturday, yeah. Saturday night will be fun at least. Yeah, Sunday I'm leaving. My flight's leaving at 6, so I won't even be at the con until the very end. I'll be leaving there probably 3 o'clock, which is – decent amount of time. I don't know, remember when they shut down four or six on Sunday. I don't remember, but um, won't be there the entire time Sunday, but most of the time. Um, but yeah, it's Saturday. It'll be awesome. It'll be everybody will be tired <laughs> at the end of after that, but it, people will probably... Especially are, traveling. Yeah, yeah. we'll be going to uh, probably some version of dinner and yeah, I think that having a trade night at back at the hotel would be pretty awesome. Is there anything you think this is a good question. Is there anything you think that I could bring because I live close that like you wish you'd had at the other cons that you couldn't bring because like you were flying or whatever? Like, is there anything that people like wish they could have had with them? Yeah, a lot like, of coffee people... machine or anything like run like random like home comfort type stuff. No, not nothing like that. No, um... drinks. Should I bring some like Gatorades or Wars or anything? I mean, yeah, that's definitely a play. I would definitely bring stuff. So that's what I did last time. I brought in a few waters, had a sam. I brought like a, whatever, a couple snacks, because the stuff there is outrageous. And I don't know how Orlando. I didn't go to Orlando last year, so I don't know how the line at concessions was. But the one at Long Beach was dog shit. It was literally like forty people long the entire day. So if you wanted to go get lunch, you stood in a forty-person long line. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. it was rough. All right, maybe I'll bring us. I'll bring us like a cooler full of drinks and stuff too. Some snacks. Maybe that's a play. Anyone in the comments wants to shout at me for anything that you think might be good for me to bring that you that you wish you could bring? Just give me a shout. I can bring it. I've got everything. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. You going to any other collect cons? You think this year, or what are you thinking? I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't looked at any of them. I'm definitely not going to be traveling to like Denver or any of those kind of ones, you know, having the new baby and the current um, little girl. So, yeah, I won't be doing any of that. But if there's any close, like if there's another Tampa one or Orlando or any, any of those, I saw there's one in Kissimmee, I think, in a couple of weeks, um, right after Clecticon. Uh, that's probably 
the closest, but it's literally the weekend after, so that's probably not going to work. But if there's any close ones, I'll probably pop up there for the day. Um, are you planning on going to the other ones? Are you planning on traveling to the other ones around? Yep, I'll probably – I'd like to do Long Beach again. It was really fun. Um, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. He said it was and, pretty there too, like the actual yeah, area really, and stuff. Was nice. It was really, it was nice. It was really good weather when we were there. It was freaking gorgeous. It was so nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice really, this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be hotter balls. <laughs> it's gonna be hot, hot. Yeah, it's 90, not normally that hot, but it's gonna be hot, hot. We got a ice warning for tomorrow. We got, we're gonna have like, I think they said like <laughs> almost a quarter inch of ice covering the roads tomorrow around three p.m. So that'll be good. It'll be nice to go to ninety degrees from that. It's my ice warning. Yeah. So no, it'll be. I'll definitely not be wearing a sweater while I'm there. I'll be wearing t-shirt. Well, I don't know. I I don't remember if the AC was blasting in that place or if it was hot. Like, because that's the thing about Florida is because it's hot outside. Yeah. Everywhere like overcompensates. So you know. Oh for, hell yeah! For the, that's for the heat. So the AC is like blasting nearly everywhere. But I don't, I don't remember it being cold in there. So you're going to be staying in my hotel room. I The first thing I do when I get into that bitch, I put that thing to like 65 degrees. So yeah, I don't, I mean, bring yourself a sweater if you need it. <laughs> yeah, bring myself one. What's them uh, big onesie things? What's it called? Snuggie. A snuggie. Snuggie. <laughs> okay, a snuggie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm from England. I'm from basically the same place you are, you know, temperature-wise. So we just don't get the warm summers there. It's like only cold. It's either cold or freezing. It's one or the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm Chloe will tell you. She'll tell you about it. Bloody freezing over there. Yeah. It's coming up, man. My flight's in uh, several less than 100 hours from now, so. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. What day is it? Tuesday. Oh yeah, it's wow. Like, it's like 55 hours from now is my flight. So and you're flying in Friday morning. Friday, Friday morning. I got the day off. Yeah. So I'll be flying in Friday morning, getting there 10, 30, 11 a.m. You're landing at 10 30 in the morning. Yeah. Friday. Oh man, I should have took Friday off. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's it's all good. Um, so what are you going to do Friday night? Zero plans. <laughs> no. I, I did see a couple of people in Discord talking about, you know, potentially doing something. I don't I don't know what. I, I think that would be cool, you know, before you even get going to get some dinner with some people or whatever, you know, if there was anything yep. happening at the hotel. Yep. Yeah, it'll definitely be uh, something going on for sure. It'll be – there will be a trade night Friday night, I'm sure, and it'll be cool. So there usually is. The night before? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that from last year. That's cool. Yeah, there definitely will be at the hotel. Yep. There will be a trade. And it's usually like a – you know, be there will probably be an organized one. They'll It'll have it, and then Jason Page will be there. He'll be singing. Everybody will leave it. They'll, then they'll go to the hotel. So, yeah. He's a character. Is he, is he at this one? I know you said that. Vanilla Ice isn't... Is Vanilla Ice just done? Or is he just not coming to this uh, one? This one for sure. I don't know about others, but he's definitely not on the on the card for this one. Jason Page will be there, though. 
going back to the uh, signature thing, I think I talked about this in a live stream in one of the game night live streams we had. I took um, you know the the Pokemon Vanillux. I took no. one of those. There's a Pokemon called Vanillux. It's basically oh, yeah, yeah, the ice Pokemon. cream yeah. Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I took a, a Vanillux card because I was going to get Vanilla Ice to sign it. His signature was like a hundred bucks or something. I was like, no, I'm not paying. I'm not paying crazy money for signatures just for the fun of it. But uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll bump into him and I'll get him to sign it. And I'll, I'll yeah, I'll figure that out. I didn't realize it was such a big deal. I was like, Vanilla Ice, like, I'll easily be able to grab that guy, get a picture right. of him. And he was like, Every, there was like women grinding on him and stuff. It was like crazy, like how, how people were like obsessed. It was nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, it, ain't, it ain't my thing, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it was bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. But yeah, do you have any other any other topics you want to touch on? Nope. Just uh just recovering from my uh fisting from PSA. So uh it's it's the swellings going down. Um looking forward to meeting you this Friday or uh, Saturday. Saturday you'll be driving out and uh yeah, it'll be awesome, man. Looking forward to uh what, what time are you gonna set up? I believe 8 a.m. is vendor setup. 9 a.m. is early entry for people who paid for VIP. 10 a.m. is doors for regular people that paid so regular. Are they not going to let me until 10 then? I have yeah. a regular ticket. I just we'll talk about it. Ticket. Okay. I'll let you know. But yeah, there's 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 could be some uh some plays. <laughs> okay. Um, I think. I'll try and get there as soon as possible. Obviously, have the whole day with you. I'll tr just try and get going. The traffic on I-4, it's like the main interstate heading into Orlando, is pretty wild. So sometimes it can take like an hour and a half. Sometimes it can take like four hours. So I'll, uh, I'll just try and get there as soon as possible. But, yeah, I'm excited too. Let's wrap it, guys. Uh, appreciate everyone that subscribed, everyone that's commenting on the spicy topics and upvoting them um thanks everyone for hitting the like and being a part of it excited for all of you guys we're going to see eclecticon next week we'll be filming and recapping on our successes and our stories and everything else it should be a fun one to talk about um everything eclecticon wise in-person event uh hopefully shiz and i will remember to get a selfie together so we can flash a picture up of that and um yeah Excited for it. So thank you all again. I'll see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Peace. See ya. <laughs>